On this episode, we smoke the Filthy Hooligan by Alec Bradley. It's a 6x50 Toro wrapped with Honduran Candela and Nicaragua Habano Escuro, Ecuadorian Sumatra Binder with filler from Honduras and Panama. Happy fucking holidays. Burn Line Podcast. The burn line on a well-crafted cigar is straight and sharp as a razor, much like our wit and wisdom. And what's up, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages over the age of 21, you are listening to Burnline Podcast, coming to you as always not live from the hot box, smoke back room where deals are struck and fortunes are made adjacent to the Blanco Cigar Lounge, nestled amongst the complex of rooms that comprise Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania, USA. I'm your host, Johnny Midas. And I'm Angel El Fumo Solario. Speaking about the hot box, that's a that's a lie. This morning, it's the uh, the fucking refrigerator. This that's morning, that's right. <clears throat> Someone so, forget to pay the. Someone forget to pay the fucking gas bill. That's exactly what happened. You know what else we forgot to fucking pay? Apparently, uh, for a uh, ashtray. I'll uh, we'll get there real yeah. quick. You know, you go no, grab an ashtray. No bloopers or outtakes here. I've decided. I think I'm gonna talk in this accent for the rest of the fucking show, just to. Just to put a little emphasis on the Irish. I got something funny. You might be the uh, <clears throat> the Caucasian in the room, but I think I have more ties to Ireland than you do. Oh, you think you have more ties to Ireland? Eh? That's right. Uh, it goes out to the ancestral St. Patricos that uh, were in the Mexican army. Speaking of which, uh, <laughs> is your t-shirt cultural appropriation? Nah, yeah, like sure. I said, man, I got I got culture with them. There, there are people. We get drunk. Just get because drunk. your people and their people are Catholic doesn't mean. <laughs> 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 Do I have to edit that out? <laughs> no, don't. That was hilarious. I almost spit my coffee. Of course, their people are the region. Your people are Catholic, but anyway. Mm. Uh, so uh, we're smoking the filthy hooligan, and uh, before we cut and light this cigar, which really looks cool, let's talk about the presentation. This is the box. I fucking love the box. What uh, What are your thoughts on that? It El is Fumo? awesome. I love it. So it kind of gives me. So yes, it's Irish. So it kind of gives me like that uh, Ellis Island Irish vibe. Yeah, yeah, almost so, like a sea chest or that's something. That's right. Well, I love this little like gizmo gadget. The clasp, yeah. The clasp, yeah, no, like a chest. Yeah, look at this. Yeah, that thing is awesome. That is so good looking, man. Alec Bradley nailed it. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, part of the reason this box looks like this to begin with, not only because of the Irish thing, but because it's the Black Market series. Like, it's in the Black Market series, which is kind of weird, but okay. But I yeah. just think it looks awesome as shit. Yeah, I, I like it. Even the, like, the hinges, they didn't do those, you know, dollar a dozen uh brass hinges yeah the yeah, that, that everyone's using these have like this uh antique bronze patina or something yeah. on them <clears> and it just goes yeah screwed in phillips head and i don't know if you noticed but all these boxes are shipped with handwritten notes i know it's pretty cool yeah yeah they've got their little uh um box what is this this is box 385 yeah and in inside here They've got taped to it the box number, yep. which is kind of cool. So, yeah, because it's a limited release. I think what a thousand boxes. I think a thousand. Yeah. yeah, 
But even for being like limited, like we talk about limited releases all the time and price points, but for being a limited release, this is like one of the most affordable limited releases you can get your hands on. Yeah, yeah, I agree. <laughs> well, that's the problem with limited release. Like everybody started doing it. Yeah. You know, and that, so I used to put more effort into like collecting or trying limited release cigars. I just don't anymore because really like uh, harvesting and supply chain issues have made so many sticks limited release. Yeah. Right. And then you have the ones that aren't limited release, but they really are. Yeah. Right. So I don't know. Carrillo has quite a few cigars where like, if you got the first run, mm -hmm. that is a different fucking cigar. Oh yeah, absolutely. And the, the none patch. of them are, yeah, none of them are bad, but like, if you have a first run, it's like two rungs higher yep. on the ladder. So yeah, I'm kind of over the limited release thing, but what Alec Bradley does right, I think, is they didn't jack up the price. No, which is awesome. Know? So this is a uh, six by 50. So uh, kind of a skinny Toro. I love it. Six by 50 yeah. to me is like wheelhouse. Um, and it retails for 1225 here at Union Cigar Hanover, Pennsylvania, which uh, is a box of What's in this? The uh, ten? No, twenty-two. Sorry. Twenty-two, right? Yeah, and then the shamrock like, is ten. Yeah, it's got like seven, eight, seven, or whatever. Mm -hmm. So it's like the the honeycomb stack or whatever in the box. Um, the actual cigar itself, like the the barber pole, is cool. Like I I like barber poles. I'm not gonna lie, they look oh, kind of yeah. cool. Um, the uh, labels, you got the Filthy Hooligan, the big label, and then the secondary band that says Black Market on it. They're kind of cool. The, they've got like um, that stippling that's associated with old school comic books. Yeah. So back in the day, like they would do ink dot printing, you know, for comic oh, yeah. books. And that's kind of what this looks like. I mean, it's obviously <clears throat> done like on purpose. Yeah. Um, but it's kind of cool. Like, uh, I don't know this is to me this has got like um boondock saints vibe a little bit yeah you know like the whole packaging kind of has like irish grunge well yeah <laughs> kinda, if you're gonna have an irish you know, cigar themed cigar yeah you should definitely look irish as possible yeah this is the this is an ira cigar no, i was about to say <laughs> the only thing it's missing is the 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 m16a1 it didn't come with an m16a1 so or other nato supplied or other nato supplied weapons that nato did not for a fact supply let's put that out there for legal reasons yeah oh man all right well i think it is time to get this cut and lit so we can start enjoying it the official cutting is brought to you by fat boy cigars the bold and delicious flavors of premium hand-selected tobacco leaves are highlighted in the original Jacked Cigar by Fat Boy Cigars, as well as the Jacked 2. And don't forget to try the Fat Boy Cigars Boots on the Ground series for every cigar you purchase. In this series, Fat Boy Cigars will donate $1 to charities benefiting our frontline heroes. Fat Boy Cigars, welcome to the Fat Boy's world. And I'm going to cut mine with my Craftsman's Bench open-ended double guillotine. And I will be cutting with a vertical vertigo large ring gauge cigar cutter. All right, let's give this a clip. And as always, we remind you to clip that cigar with authority. No limp wristed cutting allowed. 
Look at that gorgeous clean cut right there. Oh yeah. And we're just tapping the cigar out on the fleshy part of the back of our hand. Not too much coming out there. Yep. Perfect. All right. As I say, you got a clean cap cut there. Yeah. Yeah, it cut cleanly. It's properly humidified. That's good. You know, your the the density of how it's packed oh, yeah. changes the experience but you know when you're uh, oh that's cool yeah i was about to say check that out i think this is just like the ogre where it's yeah. individually wrapped and not it is one over yeah. the other or at least the cap they folded the cap all the way over yeah i mean you could do that without anyway uh but you can tell like properly humidified mm -hmm. tobacco it, it gives a little and then snaps right through it mm -hmm. if it's dry it'll like crackle when you oh yeah when you clip it and if it's over humidified it sort of crushes Helps to have a sharp cutter. That's why I like my Craftsman's Bench. This yeah. is actually a top-notch uh, cutter. Yeah. I was going to say, so is Vertigo, man. You know how long I've had this uh, cutter? I've probably had it for about 10 years now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I don't think I have any Vertigo cutters. Yeah. I've got Vertigo lighters, obviously. It's an 80 gauge. Yeah. Yeah, because I used to, uh, I mean, I still do on occasion, but I think, I think I could get up to a 64 on that guy. What do you think? Possibly. You, did you cut the ogre on that? Uh, no, no. Or was it your Drew Estate? I think I used. That's I right. can't remember. I think Drew I used Estate. Drew Estate, which is not as big. No, but I think you could definitely fit the ogre. Yeah, probably sixty-four. Yeah, I think so. Yep. All right, and with this freshly clipped cigar with a nice hand job, clean and ready to smoke, we are going to go ahead and do our official lighting which is brought to you by 2C Premium Coffee, which we're sipping on today. This is a perfect black coffee for this situation. <laughs> Top secret coffee right now. <sighs> Top secret coffee. Yep, we're continuing to taste test these uh, blends and come up with <clears throat> the perfect coffee for all you guys out there in cigar land. 2C Premium Coffee, keep your day fueled with delicious premium coffee from 2C Premium Coffee. Featuring select beans from Bali, Kenya, Ethiopia, and around the world, 2C Premium utilizes continual roasting, so you are always getting a truly fresh cup of premium coffee. 2C Premium Coffee, morning made us. Yeah. And this morning, I'm lighting up with my Johnny Midas Gold Bar. One Soft flame, super unique, limited availability. <laughs> what, what are you lighting up with? My Fujima, I just like the single thing. single flame torch. Yeah. yeah, not one of a million. Yeah. This is unique. <laughs> yeah, rubbing in, asshole. You can't find this lighter anymore because this is those uh, <laughs> a screw screwdriver adjusted. Yeah, yeah. You can find it on eBay, maybe. So just doing a nice toast here. As always, we remind you: toasted, not roasted. The call sign. Online podcast makes a big difference. Toasted, not roasted. Yeah, yeah. Toasted, not fucking roasted. Yeah. Your vampire ball bag. There we go. Mm -hmm. All right. So, a little bit more about this cigar. Like, we, uh, talked about it in the intro but this is a uh, arbor pole and it's got honduran candela 
and Nicaraguan Habano Oscuro. Now that is super light Oscuro. Um, so Oscuro is a method for curing the tobacco and some people still use it correctly, just like, um, well, like Maduro, right? There, there's a element of marketing in the cigar world where people talk about, you know, like this is a Maduro cigar and what they mean is it's dark brown, mm -hmm. right? Including, uh, you know, there's there's companies that dye their leaves or use other methods yeah. you know, to make them appear darker. I'm not gonna call any names out, but um, traditionally Oscuro is, uh, the, the difference between that and Maduro is the ratio of time between uh, fermenting and curing. Yep. And Maduro takes a little bit longer. Um, but Oscuro is uh, a euphemism for really dark uh, in cigar marketing as well. Yeah. And the process, when done correctly, does result in pretty dark leaf. This is just like fucking walnut brown. Yeah. It's not even Maduro. It's just, I don't know, it just looks light. So that, that doesn't mean anything. Also, Habano leaves, they don't cure very dark. Like a Habano Maduro is not nearly, not even close to being as dark as like a... Um, well, a San Andres, a Mexican, uh, that tobacco gets fucking black when you oh, yeah. materialize it. So part of it is the, the leaf itself, but uh, it just comes out as like army green and well, army brown. <laughs> army brown, yeah. But you know what? That brown like just looks beautiful on the cigar. It just, with that green, that candela green, it just looks awesome as shit. This is a gorgeous cigar. It's it really a is. Very beautiful looking cigar. I would also add that, uh, like the the bands and the box, like I don't know how they managed to to match the colors so well. Yeah. Granted, the green of the box is a little too green. It's a little darker. It's emerald green. It's yeah. like uh, it's like what a it's like what an American imagines an Irish yeah. barn door to be yeah. painted. Just a touch above OD green. A true Irishman would have painted it red. More durable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wonder if uh, Universal Pictures is going to nail us for quoting The Quiet Man on Nah, if you would have left it alone, but now that you mention it. <laughs> you know, The Quiet Man, that movie with John Wayne by Universal Pictures, directed by John Ford. You think that <laughs> we'll get in trouble for quoting that? Well, the good thing about that is both of those two men are dead. Now, the best part about that movie is um, Reverend Playfair, yeah. his wife, like, won't leave him alone. He's like, good night, Elizabeth. <laughs> she keeps <laughs> talking and he's like, good night, Elizabeth. <laughs> so I use that on uh, Mrs. Johnny Midas from time to time. Oh, nice. She won't shut up. I'll just be like, good night, Elizabeth. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so real quick, <clears throat> since we're on an Irish theme thing, uh, top three, like, Irish-related movies. Oh, fuck. Um, Boondock Saints. Okay, obviously number one. Yeah. <laughs> Generic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is the most like Irish American movie ever. Mm -hmm. And also nailed the like late 90s zeitgeist. Um, of what Irish people were? Or... No, Americans. Just Americans, okay. Yeah, you, do you realize how many hooligan movies came out? So 1999 had Fight Club and The Matrix. Okay. Right? Both of which were about like, I don't know, being tired of prosperity and, and striking out against the man, you know. Right. Um, but anyway, uh, so Boondock Saints, um, 
gosh, that's kind of hard. Like, definitely not the Whitey Bulger movie with Johnny Depp. That sucked. That movie was so poorly produced. <laughs> Nothing personal. It wasn't even, it was like, is this a documentary? Is it a story? Why are you trying to fit 17 years into two hours? Um, probably the Irishman. I know it was yeah. long, rambling. I liked it though. You know, it I like the format. I and love the, long movies. And the storytelling. I mean, the guy has just fucking got it. He knows yeah. how to tell a story in a movie. An Italian guy playing an Irish guy talking yeah. about it. <laughs> um, but my number one is The Quiet Man. The Quiet Man. Yeah. It's just a, it's a movie about nothing. Like this guy moves back to Ireland, sees this fucking Irish fishwife, you know, redhead, falls in love, makes stupid choices and fights her brother for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And it's still like the longest fist fight scene in Hollywood ever. No shit. <laughs> it's like oh. half the movie. Yeah. I don't think I've ever seen, I've heard about it, but I've never seen it. So I'm going to have to. It's a, it it's a delightfully, um, like innocent movie. Okay. You know, like the, I, I'm not going to give any spoiler alerts, but like, it's been like 30, 40 years. I think <laughs> you're good. <laughs> the guy is like, you know, the main character played by John Wayne, he's like, um, got this deep, dark secret, you know, mm -hmm. but his deep, dark secret isn't like I single handedly killed 76 Yakuza. You know, it's like I was a boxer you mm -hmm. know, <laughs> in, in Pittsburgh, you yeah. know, and, uh, you know, so just it's cute. It's yeah. just cute. You know, like it's kind of innocent and it's about nothing. And most people can relate because the, the worst thing that happens in the movie is like family problems, <laughs> nice. you know, like he's having marital yeah. problems, you know, and he's fighting with her brother and that's the movie. Nice. Yeah. So yeah, that, that'd be my top, top Irish movie. Uh, and then Sliding in right under that would be Boondock Saints and nice. probably The Irishman, even though it's really a mob movie. So right. I feel like I'm cheating. Yeah, I got some for you. Um, so my first one is you've probably seen it. You probably saw it in theaters. Gangs of New York. Oh yeah, okay. So yeah, that was a great freaking movie. So yeah, you know, showed a little bit of the Irish people coming in during the Civil War, and it's like, hey, you want citizenship? Here, take this rifle. Also a mob movie. But also anyway. a mob movie. <laughs> Um, and then there's this other movie, I believe is on Netflix now. I was able to watch it on the internet through other memes, but uh, it's called 76. So it's uh, 1976. Uh, I guess the English were somewhat at the border of between North and Southern Ireland. And it was during the Troubles, right? That's oh, yeah. what it's called, right? The Troubles? Yeah, yeah well, I don't know. I think the, the Troubles a lot of the time is like after so like from from the 70s okay. to the ninth through the 90s probably yeah so the beginning of it so uh it's this english soldier who gets separated from his unit they went to go help some uh cops out and their riot ensued and he gets separated and he has to go from catholic ireland to protestant ireland ah to get back to safety so that was a pretty bad fucking irish movie <laughs> and yeah boondock saints is my three or or my third or the irishman is one of those two all right so probably a quarter of an inch into this alec bradley filthy hooligan and uh a couple of thoughts i mean i guess my first thought is is definitely uh medium bodied mm -hmm. you know maybe on even on the mild side yeah medium um, I'm not tasting a lot of that bitter from the candela. No, 
just very slight vegetable on it. I would say um, to me, it has the the flavor of like freshly mown grass. Yeah, I was gonna very say there's grassy. a there's a bite there. I almost wanted to say, you have you chewed on actual mint? Oh yeah, it almost has the initial bite of the mint, not the mint flavor, but the bite of the mint. I was gonna say black walnut. Okay. So I don't know if you're familiar with black walnuts, but they have this astringent, slightly yeah. bitter quality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can and that's see that. in, yeah, there's an astringent, like um maybe that's why I'm thinking the bite of the mint. Yes, yeah, it's the same. Um witch hazel. Yeah. Okay. With like a little witch hazel um thing in there, which is super interesting. Um, and then the rest of it is kind of it's it's like semi meaty nutty almost like a walnut so yeah. this really reminds me of like black walnuts and yeah. mown grass so real quick take another retrohale as the smoke is passing through your esophagus up through your nostril do you get a little mentholy taste out of it because that's what i'm getting as well i think that's what i'm also getting like a cool it's almost like a cool flavor weird yeah there is a cooling like there's a cool effect like a yeah, mental cool is. effect which is weird yeah there is a little bit yeah but i think that's the astringency mm. it's interesting yeah because i've never had that in a cigar like it's cold not like mm -hmm. well that's for damn sure yeah like the the cigar is physically cool look that's right next to the i don't know if they can see this online i can put my finger right there right next to the burn yeah. line and, and it's cool to the touch. Yeah. Just, that's fine. Yeah, like it's it's burning cool. The smoke mm. is cool. I like that. That is so weird, man. Maybe because it's 52 degrees in the hot box. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody <laughs> turned on the AC instead of the heat. What was that? The cool box. The ice box. Mm -hmm. It's not that cold outside, finally, for once. It looks like it wants to turn into spring, but I'll yeah. fucking believe it when it happens. What, where's it's going to be 50, 60 this week, and then boom, back to 20s the following uh -huh. week. <laughs> Northeast weather. Gotta love it. This is the mid Atlantic, but yeah. Um, Northeast. That sounds like something someone from California would say. What? Actually, we are the Northeast. <laughs> I think we're, the, we're, we're exactly Wait, the line is, of the no, Northeast. This is not the Northeast. This is the mid Atlantic. Okay. You know, I kind of like this uh, shirt because it shows off my biceps a little bit. Mm -hmm. You notice that? It's the camera angle. Is it the camera angle? Say the camera adds 10 pounds. I must have followed, swallowed a fucking camera. Yeah, well, man. mine is having a little trouble staying lit. Is How's yours doing? Pretty good. You were also talking. Yeah, that might be part of it. I think I'm, that was part of it. I'm that, actually going to re, I'm gonna relight. Look, the wrapper is not burning. Yeah. Just the filler. Maybe that's why you're cool. Oh. Is Did that me? what we call tunnel? That's not tunnel. How do we call that? I call it fucking cratering. Cratering. Just because it looks like something from the moon. <laughs> well, look. Oh, as soon as you're done there. Uh, remember, look at that. I'm channeling there again, like last episode. Yeah, like, but I don't see it on, on the draw end, though. Uh, there's one right there, noticeable one, but it's good. I like it. Whoops, might have just roasted that. What so a shit cigar. Know. It tastes like charcoal. What a fucking <laughs> asshole roasting your cigar. Mm, get an Addish accent. It's fucking terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. 
It's almost as bad as my Spanish accent. Yeah. Yeah, this is not burning well. Look. Yeah, so that's weird. You got a really bad one there. Yeah, I wouldn't say really bad. I would say that not up to our usual standards. But here, let me see that. Uh, let me see that torch because this is like a weird, weirdly shaped. Name. You know, what you could do is swap it out. Spot touch up. No, I got to be fair to our listeners. If this is my experience, then. No, I guess that's true. This is what this is about. So. Yeah, this is. That what is, is weird. Hey, that? hey, we're on video, so we can. Claim it to Alec Bradley because this is, uh, you know, that big fucking. Tunnel. That's weird, dude. Yeah. Just a there is a BB sized tunnel in this thing. The box is blocking the all of the action going on back here on the ashtray. Yeah, this is freaking awesome. There's a sweet note in there too, isn't mm-hmm. there? Yeah. So, like for having a candela, okay. So in contrast with the ogre, the ogre you had a little bit of. Uh, like acridness, not acrid, but like you know that bitter taste because mm-hmm. of the candela. Mm-hmm. But this one, I'm not getting that at all whatsoever. No, I'm not either. Got that astringency. Mm-hmm. Um, there, there's definitely a, a vegetable component. Like I said, I, I say cut grass. Like to me, this is like yeah. If you if you went to your backyard and you peeled the rind off a black walnut, yeah, and then you crushed the black walnut on your freshly mown grass. And like sifted through it. That's what this smells like, um, and it has that. Uh, it's not, it's not bitter, but that astringent. Uh, yeah. Slight, yeah, bitter maybe flavor of black walnuts, but mm-hmm. the rind is coming to mind because that that green rind on your black walnut, you know, is very astringent. By the way, you can make an excellent furniture polish out of it. Yeah. Yeah, I love this. I mean, not. I wonder if that's what I'm getting it, like what my uh, taste buds are translating there as a, like I said, that cool mint, kind of like a mentally flavor. Mm-hmm. I don't know, but uh, I'm not really an Alec Bradley fan. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't have any Alec Bradley sticks in my humidor, but uh, I like this one, you know, especially the, like the mild flavor. Yeah. You can really savor everything. You can retrohale every puff if you want. Yeah. Um, it's not a super strong cigar yet, but I don't expect it to either if they're using Honduran uh, Yeah, we'll tobacco. see. I, I think the sweetness that we're tasting, honestly, is the Ecuadorian Sumatra binder. Gotcha. You know, because that's a, that's a really like sweet, slight cinnamon flavor. Was this grown in Nicaragua? So you're... Uh, wrapper the candela is um not nicaragua it's honduran and then the oscuro band is nicaraguan okay and then your filler is honduras and panama okay so not Hmm. really any not really any on uh nicaraguan in there Hmm. really which might explain the uh or help to explain the lack of strength profile you know those countries uh you know, Ecuador, Panama, Honduras, they're not known for producing strong tobacco. Yeah. You know, there's no Mexican, there's no Pennsylvania, there's no yeah. Nicaragua. Man, this is freaking good cigar, though. Like, it's crazy. I, I'm not getting the notes that I was expecting to get from this. Mm-mm. This is wild. <laughs> and I think it's mild enough that, like, you know, I could do a lot of shit with this cigar. Yeah, I think you could also hand it out. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, this would be a cool one if you're doing the, uh, you know, like, St. Patty's Day party. 
-hmm. you can hand it out. <clears throat> Even your non-cigar friends. Yeah. You know. Give or like a, a golf cigar. Totally be a golf cigar. Yeah. Give them a potato and one of these. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. So I feel like we should sing a Irish shanty or something. Yeah, throw one on there in the edit. <laughs> There once was a ship that put to sea. The name of that ship was the Billy O.T. Her sails went up and about it down. Blow ye Billy boys, blow. Huh. Soon yeah. may the weatherman come to bring us sugar and tea and rum. <laughs> One day when the tonguing is done, we'll take our leave and go. That's it? That's all you get? Yeah, I was going to say, can't do too much or Spotify will. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think I hold it too well enough. <laughs> Or YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the algo kid. Yeah, yeah. It, it's like, what the fuck is that? Yeah. Someone's murdering a cat on Birdland Podcast. One, uh, one of my favorites, um, it's by the Dublin Ears. It's a kid working a construction site, the, uh, the Bricklayer song. Mm. Have you heard it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. So it was, um, shit, what's that one? Uh, oh, you're going to say shipping up to Boston, aren't you? No, no, that's too American. That's too American. When it's got Boston in the fucking title. All right. Boston. Boston. Um, you know, no, I was thinking, uh, what is that? Uh, there was a wild colonial boy, Johnny Midas was his name. <laughs> yeah. He was born and bred and I, I better stop. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's going to shut the show off. Yeah, right? They're like, what the hell? We're here for cigars, not <laughs> shitty singing. And we're not even drunk yet. Not yet. The bottle's almost empty. Yeah. <laughs> Do they smoke cigars in Ireland? I imagine they smoke cigars everywhere. I know they definitely do pipes. Yeah, yeah, a lot of pipe tobacco. Well, so, uh, you know, at some point, we probably need to talk about, like, some of the cultural significance of cigars, like. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, because, like, Panamania, like, where cigars come from, like, it was part of the pop culture, but also part of the religion and, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that. Um, they, they used to bury, like, Aztec kings with, like, cigars. Yeah. Uh, I mean, even for this area, the cultural significance of tobacco. You know? Yeah, yeah. The the Native Americans, uh, the peace pipe. Yeah, they didn't. They they were pipes. They didn't yeah. roll it into a cigar. Yeah. But uh, also, you know, they would burn tobacco as part of their rituals and stuff. Yep. Uh, but then, so in I know in England, cigars were definitely a class thing. Like England. Yeah. <laughs> like we don't talk about them. Yeah. Responsible for more independent days than any other nation in the world. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, England. Yeah. Thanks, England. Uh, but, you know, like the lower class, it was like Irish whiskey and cigarettes. Upper class, it was like Scotch whiskey and cigars, right? Mm. Me, I'm like, I like Scotch and I like cigars. Yeah. I was having this conversation with our guys at work because they're from Nicaragua and they're like, it's weird. Uh, a lot of what do you want to say? Latinos, Hispanics, whatever. Don't really smoke cigars around here, mm -hmm. which is kind of weird. But once you go south of the border, it's more common. Yeah, yeah. Oh, speaking of which, I got a pack of uh, uh, what is it? Uh, what are they called? They're Nicaraguan cigars. Okay. Uh, Darwin brought them. For his, oh, the Hoya, the Hoya Nicas, I think. Hoya Nicas. Yeah. Hoya Nicas. Yeah. Maybe we'll smoke them on the on the podcast. Yeah, we should. You know, like you can't get them here. No. So Yeah, they're they're pretty cool and they're they're very, very Panamanian cigars. And what I mean by that is they're like six by forty eight. Nice. 
And when you go down there, man, that is the default. The default is like four to six inches, 48 to 50 ring gauge. Uh, they just don't do, you know, American supersize. Yeah, I was going to say, I think that's more sticks. of an American thing. To say cigarette smoking is more common down south, though, like in the Mex mm -hmm. in Mexico, from what I remember. So smoke output is uh, medium to high. Um, yeah. Fairly, fairly smoky cigar. Uh, you can get a good mouthful of smoke, really chew it, uh, move it around your palate. Like I said, it's mild enough that you can play around with it. Oh, a lot, yeah. You know. There is a there is a little harshness on it. I'm yeah. starting to feel on my palate. It's like, starting to get there. Yeah, as you're getting into the second, third. Yeah, yeah. Little, little burny feeling. Not temperature burn, but just right. harshness burn. Still that ash a, is awesome as shit. Yeah, yours is burning pretty good. I mean, you still have a rough burn line, but uh, yeah, I think it's because of the barber pole, though. Yeah, it typically does that. I mean, you got to remember, you're if you're burning a natural aged leaf, it follows the contours of the leaf. So. Uh -huh. Every time there's a vein, that messes it up. And you gotta remember with your uh, barber pole yeah. or whatever, the uh, grain of the leaf and the angle of the, the yeah. stripe don't necessarily match. Right. Whereas with a regular regular cigar, the grain of the leaf and the uh, angle of the wrap yeah. might match. So something you just pointed out, Johnny Midas, just to bring that point home, as you can see, because we have a candela wrapper which has more which is a more uh what would you say a live uh -huh. leaf uh so it's not as dry and then you have the habano mm -hmm. the habano is trying to burn faster. yeah so the habano is it's not quality issues just yeah. what happens naturally yeah. that habano i don't know if you guys can see it on the camera that habano is burning a little bit faster than yeah. the uh, candela for obvious reasons just yeah. naturally yep just something to point out yeah, so this the that's the only issue with any candela. It's not unique to the cigar, but right. you do have to roll it around. Oh yeah, that's what I'm doing. Keep it uh, so you can see on on my burn line. It's a little straighter than yours, but yeah. I'm really intentional about keeping the long end up top. Yep. Like you mentioned in your tobacconist tip of the week the other week. Speaking of which, I think it is time for our tobacconist tip of the week. And now your tobacconist tip of the week with Angel Solorio. All right, so tip of the week. Uh, if you're pairing your cigar with whiskey, especially with something like this, if you're trying to celebrate the Irish holidays, the St. Patrick's, the uh, Jameson's almost gone. <clears throat> uh, try not to have uh, wet lips from the whiskey because you're going to transfer that onto your cigar and then you'll have tar buildup and then that whiskey will cover your draw end, and then you're gonna have more whiskey flavor than you will cigar flavor. Nothing wrong with matching, just, just gotta be careful. Yeah, it's a great, great call out. It applies to coffee as well. So <clears throat> when I'm in the lounge with the guys, yeah. it's about 50%, maybe 60% of folks are drinking something. Yep. You know, sometimes I wanna punch them in the face because it's like an RC Cola. I'm like, no, that doesn't go. <laughs> um, but uh, a lot of the time it's coffee or whiskey. Yeah. and uh, Problem is you take a nice drink of this delicious 2C premium coffee. And uh, a lot of the time you'll have liquid on your mm. lips, still in your mouth. Like you don't swallow it all the way, so yeah. to speak. And then you, you stick your cigar in there and you get the liquid in the draw part of the cigar. Yeah. So now uh, with that liquid, 
the tar buildup's the biggest thing. Yep. It's like you have cold and hot spots. Yeah. That's a disaster. And have you ever, uh, you know, like gotten tar buildup before you realized it and smoked it? Uh, maybe not that I can recall, but I most likely did. I mean, yeah. I've smoked over a thousand cigars now. Yeah. So I have, and it is the most disgusting thing. Ever. Like <laughs> it burns, it, it sticks to your lips and your tongue and it burns like acid uh, and you cannot like, I will take a towel and I will like rub my lips to try to get the flavor off, but it's done. Is it, I mean, I've definitely had tar build up on a pipe almost like that, I would assume, Mm -hmm. like on your stem. Yeah. Real quick though, look at how cool, you can see the ash of the Habano and then the ash. Yes, that is the the coolest, coolest, two-tone ash. Two-tone ash, it is fucking cool. Yeah, and it follows it. That's awesome. And you can see the double, double overlap. Yep. On the uh, wrapper leaves. That's cool as shit, man. I'm impressed with this cigar, man. Yeah, I gotta say, uh, light, flavorful, a yeah. little bit of sweet, a little astringent, which gives it some character. Um, kind of a surprise because, like I said, I don't have any Bradley cigars in my uh, humidor, but uh, this is one I would probably smoke twice. I would say that the uh, that sharp bite on the palate and tongue, you know, has kind of picked up in the second, third. Not a huge fan of that. But the cigar is mild enough that you can get away with it. You know? Yeah. If it was a strong cigar, that'd be a problem. All right. So I'm going to try to take my second band. I took the first band off. It was a disaster. I'm going to try to take the second the primary band off. And this fucker does not want to come off. So I'm really worried about damaging nope, the wrapper here. Lost your ash. Finally. Yeah. Oh man, I don't like that. Over gluing. Yeah, it's just they used like real glue. Okay, yeah. so it didn't get on the wrapper, which is great. Nice. But you can see like they used, instead of using fruit pectin or something, they used like actual glue. Yeah, and I think it needs to be an industry standard where everybody just uses fruit pectin. Yeah, I, I think so. Yeah, but you can see like I had to very carefully tear the shit out of that to get it off. Yeah. And it, you know, it's one of those things like when we're talking about constructing cigars and the cigar experience is like the presentation is important we actually rank cigars in presentation oh yeah but the band has to fucking come off oh, i mean yeah. look at this thing you're going to get to that black market man before you're halfway through the cigar <laughs> you know so keep in mind for your consumer like i've got to take the fucking band off you know looks at you astro yeah i think perdomo does a good job i yeah, love because how they, they use food pectin yeah also it's like a two inch wide band on most of their cigars. Yeah. They sometimes they make it look like multiple bands. Yeah. It's really just one band. Oh yeah. And it's not paper. It's like this heavier duty stuff that doesn't tear. Yep. And it's just like fruit pectin or something, you know, like that, that little paste stick mm-hmm. that you used in elementary school, you know, yeah. something, something <laughs> like that, where you just, you just peel that straight edge and it just comes off. Did Johnny Minus say glue when he was in school? Did I eat glue when I was in school? Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> oh, you mean those popsicles that they give you for free? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, not that. <laughs> I'm sorry, Mrs. Ramstadt. I didn't know I was supposed to glue my paper with it. Delicious. Yeah, now it's non-toxic, so it's safer to eat. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't non-toxic back then. <laughs> Holy shit. Now you know the rest of the story. 
You weren't joking. Yeah, yeah good I mean, luck with that. Oh like with that tiny one, you got to like slide your fingernail Son under the thinner bitch. piece and try to, yeah, it's a disaster. Yeah, you want to borrow my Coke, Coke finger? <laughs> no, no, it, it's not going to here. Might need your knife, the Joni Midas knife. Made in Ireland. Yeah, made in fucking Ireland. It's terrible. I'm just really worried about damaging the cigar itself. That is a seriously strong fucking disaster. Because it's like, I mean, it's like serious paper. Jesus. See if you can just grab that and tear. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm a little scared right now. And I just sharpened that knife on the uh, cork belt at work, mm -hmm. so it's pretty sharp. Your knife is definitely sharp. This paper is like serious. It's not playing around. No, if you use this paper to play rock paper scissors, you win. <laughs> So it says rock, paper, scissors, and they're like, ha, ah, you have paper, I have scissors, I have Bradley, Bradley paper. Oh, yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, lizard, lizard spot. Bob, yeah. yeah. <laughs> lizard kills fox, spot. I forget. I think, you know, I don't think it would be off the mark to call this a festive cigar. No. It kind of has like a festive uh, sort of flavor to it. You know, like I can totally see having some kind of party celebration. I would love to smoke this while watching like a soccer game. Or rugby. Or rugby, yeah. Or rugby. <laughs> or rugby. I forgot or, that's a sport. No, never mind. I almost said golf. That's not the right country. Sorry, guys. Yeah, I love uh, St. Patrick's Day. Everybody's Irish on St. Patrick's Day. Yeah. Except us. We're still Scottish. <laughs> and also... Uh, what was I going to say? And that's why there is no snakes in Ireland. <laughs> oh, God. That was terrible, Rodney Dangerfield. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> anyway, uh, I think the uh, presentation on the box totally nailed it. This little two-part hasp right here where you have the little keeper. Yeah. Like, that is so cool. It is awesome. They, they really went all out on this uh, container. It's got, like, a barber pole stripe on the yeah. lid which is cool and then this is like a shipping mm. container stand or it almost gives it that military look though it's pretty yeah cool. yeah well in the in the old days they used to have uh stamps really like a cattle brand mm -hmm. you know you heated it up and you put it on the wooden crates kind of like indiana jones yeah you know i don't know johnny minus i wasn't there in the old days yeah back when uh, we used to ship things in wooden crates uh but it had the x okay. and the different quadrants you have the same thing nowadays for um like uada or uh, other governing bodies that determine like how you have to mark the stuff that right, right right so now we have like the four diamonds or mm -hmm. the three diamonds you know like corrosive yeah the uh, un symbols yeah 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 so uh similar similar thing they had stamps like that and so they kind of kind of ripped that off the top of the box which i think is cool looks like a shipping crate uh, yeah there's a big uh like there's a big like maritime thing around ireland yeah I mean, obviously I mean, it's obviously an island yeah. <laughs> and they build good ships that sink <laughs> oh my gosh i didn't see that can't beat the u.s we built a fucking uh ship that sunk called the titanic world record world champions wait we didn't build that what are you talking about we didn't build it. 
The Irish did. That was my joke. Oh, did I just wreck your joke? You've just wrecked my joke. The Irish built the Titanic? Yes, sir. Fucking Irish. What the hell? Get your shit together. No wonder it sank. God damn it. They were drunk when they built it. And then the drunken sailor was behind the, the wheel. <laughs> so they hit the ice. This is the life of a drunken sailor. Yeah. Um, ah, thanks a lot, Midas. I, how was I supposed to fucking know that? Because you're pretty historically apt and... This is the one time you let me down. I did. I totally let you down. That changes everything. You know, my entire view of history just got turned. Why would you even think that the Titanic was built by America? I don't know. It's not even from here. It's the biggest one. That means it's American. No, that's the one time. We do the biggest everything. That's the one time where they were the biggest everything. No, that's not true. Actually, we just own the biggest. Like the Statue of Liberty. I mean, the French made it, right? Right. But we own it. Same thing with the Titanic. (laughs) They built it. The ocean owns it now. Actually, it was very well constructed. Um, you know, you can't you can't uh, fault yeah. the the engineers. Like you're not. It wasn't designed to run into an iceberg, but no. it's so well constructed that the uh, pool in the Titanic still has water. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, terrible. But um. All right. Uh, so I'm I'm liking this uh, guilty hooligan. I think. Mm. Uh, this is definitely to me. This is like a soccer game cigar. Like you could totally smoke this with something else. Um, goes great with the Jameson. Of course, it goes great with our coffee. And I always drink my coffee black, but you started drinking your Two C Premium Black as well. Yeah, like it's so smooth. Oh my God, their coffee's great. And this is not just like an ass kissing thing. But you're right. Like I have been drinking my coffee like with sugar or something. Mm-hmm. But no, this we, is yeah. this is the first straight black. Yeah, we jumped on 2C because I'm a coffee snob. Yeah, and it's fucking great. It, it's the curse of having a good palate. You know, both, both of us have reasonably well-developed palates, uh, which Ter- we apply to cigars. Good palates, terrible jokes. Yes, yeah, that's our thing, you know. <laughs> um, but it's, it's like a blessing and a curse because right. you probably notice, like, you know, you can't enjoy all of the whiskeys other people enjoy. Yeah. And you can't enjoy all of the the coffee and the cigars and whatever because if you can taste shit you can taste it oh yeah absolutely kind of one of the problems of going to restaurants you're like oh mm-hmm. this came from a can this came from a bag mm-hmm. yeah that's... look my uh shrimp is bouncing across the floor but that was frozen and thrown right into the yeah right into the pan frozen right. and, uh, yeah yeah for sure i don't taste the potatoes that's a little yeah i don't taste the potatoes either i'm i'm gonna call bullshit this that's is a not a Irish down. cigar <laughs> They should have put like a little potato starch just in the middle. Speaking of which, uh, do they grow potatoes in like South America and stuff? Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I know they do in like Peru and stuff like that. Mexico, yeah. Potatoes is probably one of the most robust, uh, what would you say, uh, agricultural product? I would call it a tuber because that's what it is, El Fumo. But sure, yeah, agricultural product. I mean, like, or just something that you can grow. I mean, He's like, can... I know it's not a vegetable, but I don't know what to call it on air. Yeah. <laughs> it's a root. I mean, I know, uh, but but the difference is like, you know, the Andes and stuff, like it's colder. Yeah. You know, but I didn't know if like more in Panamania. Oh, you can grow it almost in every corner of the world. Huh. It's a root, so it's not really like a... I know they grow like yams. Yeah. You know, like orange, orange yep. potatoes. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, there's some, uh, 
I'm thinking Peruvian because I've been to Peru, but yeah. they have some specific potato dishes that are fucking amazing. Yeah, I mean, the Irish are the ones that introduced, I believe they introduced potatoes in Mexico, plus, like, a lot of them settled in Mexico, so they started growing potatoes down there because of them. So it wasn't native? What? Potatoes weren't native? Mm, I would say not the potato that we know, but some form, like the yam and uh, the yuca and... Uh, yeah, the yuca. Yuca, yeah. yeah. Stuff like that. Other Which is more mealy, right? Right. Yeah. <clears throat> Man, this is an everything podcast episode today. We're learning all about history. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I'm halfway through the stick, and uh, I think this is a great time to take a break yep. and uh, <clears throat> talk about our cigar news of the week. This is a terrible news for our international listeners, especially if you're from New Zealand. <laughs> this is really bad news. New Zealand's government moving forward with generational tobacco ban repeal, or maybe it's good. I don't know. Actually, it's good. Uh, they were, I didn't read the repeal part well. <laughs> they're repealing a ban on generational tobacco. So I guess you're going to be able to get more <clears throat> tobacco and tobacco. Tobacco products and being able to smoke in different yeah, places. Yeah, that was so. The the generational tobacco ban thing was targeting Maoris, mm-hmm. and they've got this weird like they're so colonial they can't get out of their fucking blood. So they come in, you know, they they kind of take the island, and then they're like, oh, we have to preserve the Maori. Like, how about if you just shut the fuck up and get out of the way yeah. and let them live their lives? Have you thought about that? No. Now, now you're the doting parent that has to make sure the poor brown people can actually survive. You know, and it's like, no, you're still doing the same thing. You're yeah. still paternalistic. We know better, you know, all of this. And they were so concerned about, you, you know, the Maoris smoke more yeah. that uh, they basically said, you know, at, if you're born after this point, you can't buy tobacco. It's like, hold your fucking horses. I know New Zealand is not exactly a free country, but you're just out of line. I only get to live this life once. It's so weird. And if I want to spend it on vices, I'm going to spend it on fucking vices. Get out of my way. Yeah, right. it, it's so weird that like they still have colonial English mm-hmm. vibes, and it's like, oh, yeah. dude, it's like how many hundreds of years later? Dude, they're so, and they don't even get it. Like, you know, hey, but you probably noticed, like, if if you have somebody talking about like white privilege, it's probably <laughs> like a mid twenties white female yeah. that went to college and thought she learned something new. You know, I'm like, oh, so you never heard of the Hamburg School of uh, socialism okay yeah. it's only like 80 years old but okay yeah yeah, but yeah they, they do that thing where it's like we're gonna make up for being like colonialist assholes by being more, more colonialist <laughs> assholes yeah. yeah come on man yeah uh so we talked about <laughs> we already said that they're making it but now placentia is starting to ship the year of the dragon oh did i send you that picture i found gurkha years 
yeah. Jerk a Year of the Dragon in the wild. Yeah, I sent you a picture of that. I'm so, good on that price, though. Jeez, at 27 bucks for a Gurkha? <sighs> I can barely justify paying 10 for a Gurkha. You're going to tell me I have to pay 27 But that, to be fair, that's a floor tax involved. So the actual price for us would probably be like 25 when we bought it here. Yeah, but even above still, 20 for a Gurkha, though. Fuck. I'm just trying to figure out how the hell they're going to sue everybody else that's producing it. Yeah. Goddamn Year of the Dragon. Yep. And then Fratello will be uh, debuting the Pocahontas at PCA, which is actually a pretty cool looking cigar. Some awesome stuff on it. <clears throat> it uses an Ecuadorian Habana wrapper over a Nicaraguan binder and fillers from Colombia, the Dominican Republic, and Nicaragua. Interesting. So that sounds pretty interesting. That does. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Right now, I'm a big fan of Ecuadorian tobacco. I think they're uh, just a, a tad underrated. Ecuadorian Sumatra is like in my top three yeah. right now. Um, Ecuadorian Habano, interesting. Yep. And then El Septimo, so since you like some of their stuff, is releasing their culinary art collection. So... <clears throat> This is the Gordon Ramsay. You light it up and it curses at you. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be funny as shit. So this has an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, an Ecuadorian Habano 2000 binder, and fillers from the DR, Ecuador, Nicaragua, and Brazil. So that actually sounds pretty interesting. That's a lot of tobacco in there. Yeah, that's an interesting blend. Like, almost feels overdone, but I'll give it a shot. Yeah. Um, so do you remember that idiot sandwich from Gordon Ramsay? Yeah. You know, the idiot sandwich. So I saw, I think it was TikTok or maybe it was uh, Insta, but that girl is using that to sell her shit. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> she's like, I made an idiot sandwich for Gordon Ramsay That's one right. time. You know? <laughs> hey, I'm man. like, yeah. Like, Bank totally, on that of itself. Yeah, totally capitalizing on it. I'm like, good for you, girl. And what's funny, though, is like, if you're good enough to make an idiot sandwich for Gordon Ramsay, you're right. already like in the top 10%, you know, <laughs> of the whole world, <laughs> you know? Like, if Gordon Ramsay is yelling at you in his kitchen, you're pretty fucking good. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and then, so, Club Macanudo will now be opening a uh, lounge in Jakarta. Oh, okay. So, in That's India. Interesting. Yeah, Indonesia, so, I mean. I know uh, Macanudo was basically trash, and then they came out with the Inspirato line, yeah. which I'm a fan of. Yeah. Um, they're good cigars for the price point. Um, do they use Indonesian tobacco? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't remember. I'm not a fan. I I really, really dislike Indonesian Probably the closest tobacco. thing. Yeah, maybe like the Sumatra would probably be the closest. Yeah, but like actual Sumatra, I don't like. <sighs> I'm not sure. I like Ecuadorian Sumatra and like, you know, I've had Sumatra like grown in the DR. But like Sumatra Sumatran, I don't like. It's just a palate thing. But... And... Room 101 is releasing their hit and run Redux, which was something that was out over a decade ago, and then it went away around 2016, 2017, when uh, they sold the Davidoff, mm -hmm. and then, so they're bringing it back. So I'm not sure that's going to be the original blend, but. Yeah, I was going to say, so just like Camacho, yeah, you know, once Davidoff takes over, like they reuse the brand names, they probably didn't purchase the blends, and it's probably a different blend. Yeah. All right, good. That's enough Cigar News of the Week. <laughs> Appreciate that, El Fumo. So you can see my one uh, Habano strip is starting to separate. Mm -hmm. So 
Yeah, you got a little fuck up there as well. That's from the. That's from the yeah. band, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we're, we got to take points off of that. Look, cigar manufacturers, you have to make bands that come off. Uh, we're not smoking through the fucking band. No. And this band comes down past the halfway point. Yep. So, you know, you, you, you got to take into account uh, your consumers. Now, this does come cello wrapped, as you can see in the box. Um, we usually take the cello off ahead of the show because it's like annoying and crinkly. Right. But, uh, yeah, yeah, you'll notice it does have the barcode for uh, retailers, which means you don't have to put a price tag on it yep. in tint. Um, but I will say the uh, the label says BM Filthy Hooligan Barber Pole. I think they could do a little bit better. No size put, on there, though. Yeah, if they put the size on there. Um, there's actually no size anywhere on the packaging. The packaging, the anywhere. box, anything. Yeah. Yeah, there's, there's no size. Now, I'm not sure, you know, like, that's kind of nerdy. But if I'm just looking at this on the shelf, I would assume it's a 6x52 Toro. Yeah. Does it being a 6x50 pique my interest? If I knew it was that size, well, yeah, I'm a small yeah. ring gauge guy. So that sounds super nerdy and it probably is, you know, but I'm just of the opinion that modern cigar marketing should include as much information as possible. You're just very picky. Well, I am. I'm super <laughs> picky, but also, you know, like it's just the, the new thing with the internet and everything. Like, you know, every cigar should have a QR code somewhere on the box or on the yeah. stick or something that you can look up because the treasure hunt is half the thing now. Right. Like, well, maybe that's, that's part of the trope for the cigar. It's the black market. So there's no info. Yeah. But how much cooler would it be if you had a QR code and you scanned it and it was like, fuck you. It's all secret. You know, it would be totally, I mean, it's an know. Irish themed cigar. So why not April fools it? Yeah. 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 April fools it. Or, or you could be like, uh, what the hell part of black market didn't you understand? Right. And that's, like, like, that's the like, only thing on the way on, they, lean, uh, lean in on that. Uh, yeah, totally. So, you know, uh, that's just my thing is like, this is the, this is the modern cigar smoker. You know, you still have the guy that's like, give me a fucking Monte Cristo. I'm going to go play around of golf. You know, but for guys that smoke on the daily, half of it is the treasure hunt. You know, like when I heard that the binder was Ecuadorian Sumatra, I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Yeah. You know, uh, or, uh, you know, the difference between having a cigar that says, like, Jalapa on it versus, you know, like, South America or, you know, something like that. Like, it's a big difference. I'm upset now. Yeah, I know. Good luck taking that. Wow, out. that is terrible. So, like, get it to, no, keep, keep, go ahead and keep. No, it's just, it's no, no, not. No, go the other direction. Now that you. Like that? Oh, shit. Yeah, no. I'm uh, done. I'm done. Uh, yep, it's over. Cool. Yeah, you can walk. Yeah, put your nail right in the, Yeah, yeah. Got it. Mm-hmm. Wow. I'm telling you, it's like trying it's, to fucking undress a nun wow. or something. Shit. This is still bad. I'm. This is not going well. Don't take the. The only positive is it's not glued to the, the wrapper. Right, but it's still. That's, that's too much. Yeah, it's like, Jesus Christ, this is like a fucking crap shop in here, you know, just trying to smoke my cigar. So, sorry, Alec, you fucked that one up. Yeah, that's a couple more points taken off. Speaking of, uh, who owns Alec Bradley now? Alec Bradley. No. (laughs) Oh, shit. Um, Is it General? I believe so. 
is it general? I can't remember. They got bought out for, for distribution. They kept all of the brands. Um, that's probably going to change. I think it's been maybe less than a year or a year. Time flies. It's still like 2019. The uh, pandemic fucked time up for everybody. STG, Scandinavian Tobacco Company. That's what I thought. STG. Yeah. Well, that is general. I mean, general's owned by STG, right? Yeah, so, yep, yep. I know. Scandinavian Tobacco Group, Swedish Match. Like, I can't tell all these big conglomerates apart. But that's what they do is they gobble up brands. Yeah. You know, they're, they're logistics companies, not cigar companies. So, all right. Well, uh, down to the final third on this Alec Bradley Filthy Hooligan 6x50 Black Market Series. Retails for $12.25 here at Union Cigar, Hanover, Pennsylvania. This has a Honduran Candela and Nicaraguan Habano Oscuro wrapper, barber pole, with an Ecuadorian Sumatra binder and fillers from Honduras and Panama. And uh, I think it is time for us to rank this cigar. So, El Fumo. All right, talking about presentation. What have you got there? Presentation, I want to give it a nine, man. This is pretty cool. All right, nine. Nine for presentation. Yeah, from the uh, from the cigar to the box. I think that's kind of fair. I actually I had an eight, and uh, I think they did a great job with presentation. There's just a couple of things that I would like to see different. The first is the uh, uh, sleeve, the cellophane sleeve. Yeah, I feel like this is one I don't want cello on. Most of the time, I prefer a cigar with cello in the humidor because yeah. I, don't, I don't want people sneezing, breathing, touching something that's going in my mouth, yeah. right? Um, but in this case, like everything is so rustic. If you had this cigar, you can't even see it with the cello on how cool right. the actual cigar is. Uh, the, the light, no matter what angle you're at, it glares and you can't see. Yeah. And it's complicated by the fact that the Filthy Hooligan band is too big. Yeah. So fully half of the cigar, you can't see that gorgeous barber pole on. So that's why I gave it an eight. That doesn't help. Yeah. Well, we've talked about that. Yep. Price stickers on cigars is kind of low class. Ruins the uh, ruins the look. All right, price twelve and a quarter. What are your thoughts? Uh, for a limited and for what this is, I want to give it an eight. Hmm. Well, that's disappointing. Yeah. How'd you come up with an eight? Um. The price, yeah. I mean, it's a little price. Yeah, I don't know. I'm a little ambivalent about it. Twelve twenty-five. I mean, it is a limited. I think. Well, you know, the price isn't too terrible, but I get it. I, I've got a seven. I think seven is fair. Like, it's just not a great price. Right? It's a good stick. It's not a great stick. Here's the thing. I can walk onto the shelf right now and I can pick up yeah. a, a fucking Placencia for a dollar less. Therefore, not a good price. Right. Right. Um, well, maybe is it because of the limited, though? Who cares? Okay. Right. I mean, you know, it's not a bad price. I gave it a seven. It's just twelve twenty-five. I've got a lot of fucking options. I'm not yeah. picking this one up first. I mean, shit. What can you get in there for twelve twenty-five? A lot of sticks. Yeah. I mean, you could start with like a Padron three thousand. You know, be like, oh shit, save a few bucks, get a stick that. I know what it is. It's guaranteed to be awesome. You know. You yeah, got, I would have uh, liked to see this at 10. Yeah, you got a couple of placentias in there that are like 11 bucks. Yeah. You know, so I think seven is a, I think seven is a generous 
store for price just because they, they didn't position it in price to, you know, really attract my attention. Yeah. If I wasn't trying to get it because it's a filthy hooligan, then, you know, and I was just comparing it on the shelf, I, you know, I yeah. wouldn't be super likely to pick it up. Yeah. So, um, all right. Construction. Uh, construction for the construction for the tobacco, the cigar itself. I want to give it a nine, but because of that band bullshit, you're getting an eight. No, nah, we can't. We can't give it a nine even close because both of us had some of the wrapper come off. <laughs> I had a lot of problems with the light and how it was burning. And then well, you had a little issue too. Yeah, well, that was me trying some to peel tunneling. it out. Yeah. Pretty yeah, I, I think like, I don't know, for construction, I'd have to take off, I'd have to take a, off a point for how mine started burning. That was 100% the cigar. I'd have to take a point off where both of us had some of the barber pole flake off. Yeah. And then it's starting to try to burn on its own. And it had to take a point off for the band. I know that's not strictly construction, but uh, no, yeah, you're right. Because it affected your smoke when you tried to take that secondary band off. Yeah, that was... your cigar up for 20 minutes. Yeah, you know. So I think seven is okay as fair as we can go. All right, now how about flavor? So interesting one. I think the only negative that I have on the flavor is it does have that sharp bite, which you know, has to do with like aging of the tobacco. It's not that it's burning too hot because this is a very cool burning cigar. I'm yeah. doing that. Um, but the rest of it is mild, unique. Um, yeah, it's not strong. Yeah, like you you could really uh, enjoy this in a lot of contexts without, you know, knocking yourself out. Yeah, I'll tell you what though, I'm not sure if this is you or, or if it's just me because I'm still fighting something. I do feel this cigar in my stomach though a little bit. Do you? Yeah. I'm not sure if you do at all. No, I don't. Yeah, I think. It's so it's making you a little green. No, I just feel it like I can feel the heaviness in my stomach. But it's not making me sick, but I'm like, huh, I know I'm definitely smoking a cigar. I gotcha. So what are you thinking on flavor? <clears throat> uh, I want to give it an eight. You said a couple different things. It's definitely not what I thought it was going to be. Not in a bad way. You know, I didn't get a lot of that vegetable bitter that I thought I would get with a candela. Yeah, the, the, the green grass, the black walnut, um, and then the uh, that harshness on the palate, that's that's a point off. I, I think eight is a really fair score for flavor. Yeah. It just, it does have a good flavor. It's very approachable. I think cigar veterans will smoke it and be like, hey, this is kind of cool. Yeah. I think yeah, newbies yeah. can smoke it and, you know, not get punched in the face. Yeah, I think everybody can smoke it. Yeah, yeah. Except I think your it, children. But yes, everybody can smoke it. Children of all ages over the age of 21. <laughs> well, How fucked a, up is that? That's an interesting question, though. So, <clears throat> sorry to go off talk from our ratings. It's like, okay, you have to be 21 to buy it. Can you be 18 and smoke it, though? Oh, yeah, in a lot of states. In a lot of states, you can be 18 and smoke it, but you can't be 18 to, right, to, purchase. to buy it. Yeah, I think. I Did the know. Fed override that? I have. I no think idea. the federal rules is 18 and 21, I hmm. think. I don't know. It just does whatever. They make it confusing just as possible. Get your fucking politician fingers out of my life. That's right. all. That's all I want. I, I just think it should go back to eighteen. There was no reason for this to be twenty-one. I think it should go back to eight months. Eight months. <laughs> like I was whatever happened since the womb. <laughs> whatever happened to human beings taking responsibility for themselves and their own health outcomes? Yeah. I mean seriously, you know, 
like really we need big brother telling us how to be you know well behaved and happy <laughs> damn it i want to go back to drinking beer in my car this is bullshit you stopped that <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't even around for that so all right uh so that brings us to experience and uh you know our most subjective but also our most uh i think important right because i've had cigars that technically weren't great but the experience was and to me this kind of falls into that category of this experientially punches above its weight like yeah, yeah, yeah. if you're going for that like irish irish thug vibe or whatever like i guess <laughs> it, it, you know this is kind of a party cigar it's kind of got the party animal thing yeah. going on um you can totally smoke it and watch a soccer game or sorry football 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 um you know or rugby or american football right. where they don't use their feet um, i forgot cricket that's right cricket that's right. Fucking cricket <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah so uh, i i have this as you know like an eight for experience i agree eight yeah i i think that's fair like i would have given it a nine but that band fucked everything up yeah, totally. Like it, it could have scored higher if it wasn't. I mean, you can see my wrapper. Where's, where's my Leatherman? Oh, we, you got it. We're, oh, Somewhere. Yeah. All right. So let me just show everybody on the, on the show, like that that wrapper is completely detached. Yeah. Right. So we had that, and we had the, uh, issue with the, with the bands sticking to it, but. It's still just a fun cigar. It's got like a really vibe about it where it's like, you know, this is something where you're going to get up to some shenanigans. Yeah, some you know? shenanigans. Yeah. Yeah. This is word. a hanging with the boys cigar. Yeah. You know, we're going to go do some stupid shit, burn down a shed. With you know, the other hooligans. Like yes. Yeah. So uh, that brings it to a total score of 39, which um, that's kind of surprising. That's one of the highest scoring Alec Bradley's I've ever smoked. I mean, I know everybody's palate's different yeah. i'm just not a fan of uh ab products but uh, uh the like the black market nicaragua that was, that's one of my uh, that's yeah. my favorite of theirs yeah black market nicaragua is good i'll tell you what the magic toast is really good if you can leave it in your humidor for three months that's <laughs> a consistent yeah. yeah consistent problem i have with ab is yeah. like if i buy it and i sit on it for half a year then it's a good stick yeah and since we're honest on the show, like that Kintsugi was, sorry, that was terrible. The Kintsugi was terrible. Terrible cigar. That was just a terrible blend. That was the blend 100%. Yeah. That was a bad blend. It was just. Oh. And I mean, that, but that's the MO for Bradley. It's like, you can't knock the quality, but you can knock the blending all day long. It's just not something they're good at. You know, I would rather have a shitty constructed AJ Fernandez cigar any day, you know, not that has any shitty construct but right you know point being like he knows how to fucking blend i get what you're saying yeah so all right uh on the socials thanks everybody that has reached out and interacted nothing really new i got uh, a couple more subscribers on youtube nice. so that's awesome that's working out really well from yep. what i was told uh the facebook i'm not sure who it was if it was isis or rush russian bots but they reached out Oh, you got the uh, the old Russian bot uh, reach out on or, Insta. Awesome. Or ISIS. I don't know. One of the two. Didn't answer back. I'm like, yep, bye. Um, and I have a comment on one of our podcasts. Let's see. This is from episode 49, Buenaventura Picadores 6x52. By the way, they have other Vitolas that they call Picadores. Huh. So maybe it's the 
blend. I don't know. I don't know. Like I said, everything's mystery. Too. Yeah. It's just the mystery cigar. So yeah, whatever it. we get, we get. It is. Um, comment. Just pick one of these up. Can't believe how tasty these are for the price point. Never heard of them before your show. Well, we are happy to serve you and introduce you to new, awesome, and in this case, super value. Right. But that's how it works sticks. with that cigar anyway. Yeah. It's like, oh, bueno word of mouth. What? Yeah. Bueno yeah. what? Kuvari, who the who? fuck is It's not even on the packaging or whatever. Yeah, like it totally looks like a house stick. You know? We and have the, some ideas of who it could be. Yeah, yeah. So, and, it, and at the price point, it's like, man, so many people are just going to walk by it. Right. Like, oh, that's cheap. Stuff. No, you need to pick yeah. it up. Yeah. Tell your friends. Pick up. The, uh, and while you're busy telling your friends, reach out to us, burnlinepodcast at gmail.com. Also, Facebook, Instagram, fucking pretty much everything. Um, Spotify, yeah. you know, leave comments on Spotify. We have the question, what was smoking about this episode? Um, please let us know. Comments and, on the YouTubes. Yeah, comments on the YouTubes. And, and you know, if you want uh, us to cover a certain cigar, talk about a certain topic or whatever, please reach out. Shout out to Amandalyn on Instagram for some of her questions in the DMs. Um, that's really helped us with the tobacconist tips of the week and so on and so forth. Uh, so we really look forward to your engagement making this your your show uncommon cigar knowledge for the common cigar smoker this is johnny Midas and al fumo signing off have a great week erin gobra erin shut the fuck <laughs> up that was the worst irish accent in the history of irish accents <laughs> <laughs>